we've really had to question this idea of success in the church. I think sometimes we thought we knew what it looked like, but we've seen Christian leaders who have looked incredibly successful, who've fallen in some pretty terrible ways. Hey, Compass Point, welcome back to Encountering God, the daily podcast to help you stay rooted and stay curious as you encounter God through the reading of his word. All right, so here we are back again. Uh, this is the last week that we're going to be in the Book of Romans together, and uh, we're looking forward to an exciting year at our church at Compass Point. And so um, if Compass Point is your home, uh, we would love to see you on uh, September 11th as we begin to uh, connect in with um, you know our whole church family as we get started on this new journey together into the fall. So today we're back in chapter 15, and as I mentioned last week, uh, Paul really wraps up the teaching part of his book in uh, chapter 15, verse 13, where he sort of closes things off. And so what we have as we go from verses 14 of chapter 15 to the end of chapter 16 is just some personal remarks as Paul kind of describes some things as he's, you know, kind of closing down the letter, uh, very personal, uh, connecting to people who he's known along the way. So as we close out this book, I actually want to look at the idea of success in the church. Because the Apostle Paul was successful, we know that. But more recently, because of things that we've read about in the news, um, we've really had to question this idea of success in the church. I think sometimes we thought we knew what it looked like, but we've seen leaders who, ha- who appear to be successful who've fallen in some pretty dark ways. And the point of this conversation, uh, you know, over the next couple of days is not to rehash or to, you know, to, uh, to sort of gossip about what may have happened or what may not have happened. What I think is really important for us as a church is to say, you know, how can we make sure it doesn't happen in our context? So for me, I, I look at the Apostle Paul and I think that, you know, when we think about our, our celebrity culture where some of our Uh, spiritual leaders have risen to almost a celebrity status, the Apostle Paul would have been the ancient equivalent. When I think about the success that Paul had as he moved uh, through his missionary journeys, when I think about the authority he had when he spoke and people listened, when I think about, you know, who he was and the the force he was in, in the early growth of the church, I wonder how is it that Paul didn't get to a place where he was believing his own press, you know, and in a sense, like coming to a conclusion that maybe he was the most important thing. I wonder what the Apostle Paul would have been like on Twitter or on Instagram, you know, if, if social media was around at that time. I mean, certainly social media has amplified some of the people in our um, the leadership in our circles, uh, evangelical circles. But I think there's a common thread that goes beyond technology. There's something going on when churches fail to, to, to live up to their calling, and, and more specifically, when leaders fail to live up to their calling. What we often see behind these, well, first success, but then stories of failure, is often an elimination of the we in favor of the me or I. And I think the antidote to this problem is actually seen in the last two verses of Romans. The first thing he says in this passage, uh, starting in verse 14, is that he says, I'm convinced that you're full of goodness, complete in knowledge, and competent to instruct one another. Yeah, I find that kind of interesting as we think about Paul and his role in the church. 
Yes, Paul was a great teacher, and yes, Paul even wanted to be a great example for others to follow, but he also saw potential in the people that he was writing to. Paul said, yeah, I, I have spoken boldly because God, by, by God's grace, I've been given this opportunity. But he also says, I will not go further than what I've told you about the gospel. More than anything, Paul wanted people to come to know who Jesus was. And yes, this was part of his gifting. He was a born evangelist, and not all of us share exactly those gifts, but all of us should share that same passion to see people come to know Jesus. Over the next few days, I want to unpack this a little bit more um, as we see the way that Paul partnered with others in ministry. But for now, what does it look like for you to participate in the life of the church? You know, it's cliche to say that, you know, the church is not a spectator sport, but it isn't. My prayer is that this year here at Compass Point, we don't just expect someone else to do the work of ministry. We all take part. And as we partner together, I really think God's going to do some cool things. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thanks again for uh, tuning in with us as we continue our series looking through the book of